Welcome everyone. You are listening to the Mora podcast and we are back for season two. Happy, happy 2024. Finally, I am back here on the first Monday of February 24 after a wild January, wild Christmas and I'm finally back in your ears and I have so much to come on and chat to you about. So I am just itching to get back. I have so many incredible guests lined up for season two and yeah, let's begin. So this episode is just me. You're stuck with me solo in your ears for episode one. So I originally said I was going to be back in January, but I've been holding on to, as you know now, the biggest secret that I just didn't want to come on in January and chat to you when it's the only thing I want to talk about. And I'm just so excited. So what's the secret? Well, I am a candidate in The Apprentice UK season 18. So I have been holding this secret so long and so many of you have been like, why didn't you say anything? Why didn't you tell me? My close friends, even my close family. And guys, I wasn't allowed. I was under a legal contract, under an NDA, not to speak to anyone until the show was officially announced. So it has been a whirlwind episode one has finished. It's just been crazy. I didn't get fired in episode task one, thank goodness. But I have so much to tell you, so much to fill you in. So I'm going to just take a moment, (laughs) take a moment to just um, say thank you first. Thank you for all of your amazing support online, your emails, your messages on my Instagram, on my TikTok, all of the love. And it's just incredible to feel that I have Ireland behind me. I have all of my lovely yogis behind me. I'm feeling so supported. My family, my friends, you're all cheering me on. So thank you, thank you, thank you, because it has been a roller coaster, an absolute Roller coaster. So, first thing I'm going to chat to you about why, okay? Because a lot of people were like, what? <laughs> the apprentice? Why? Like the big why. And the big obvious why is because I want that money. I want this investment. And that is what I'm here for. And that is what I'm working towards. And basically, I am not someone that is motivated by money. Okay. And it might sound like a bit funny. Why am I on the apprentice then? Well, I'm not someone that's motivated by money. I am motivated by joy, by being with my family, being with my friends, by doing something that I feel is helping the world, my yoga classes, my retreats, my free community events. I really do feel like it is helping Ireland so much. And yeah, so what's the money for? Well, I have learned a lot about business in my last few years of business and businesses need money. Businesses need cash flow if they really want to expand or if they really want to go to the next level. So I suppose my business has been at a stage that I've worked so hard over the last five, six years when I started in 2018 and I haven't stopped, you know, but I suppose for me to take my business to the next level, to be able to get global, Yoga What More, I do feel, is already almost a fully Irish household name. I want to get all the way around Ireland fully. I feel like I'm around a lot of Ireland, which is just amazing. But I want to get into the UK. I want to get global. And I want to be a household name all over the world. And what is the household name about? It's about helping people make yoga simple. So, you know, I have my online yoga studio. I have my retreats. I have all my events. But really, for me, it's 
doing yoga every single day, having it as a daily ritual, not having it complicated and helping people feel good. And even though yoga is not about money, it's about union. It's about coming together. It's about feeling incredible in your body. So it's kind of (laughs) funny to bring the money side into it. But for me to be able to market right, to get into ads companies, to expand my socials, all these different things cost money. And I am a one woman band. And for me to be able to expand, I need extra hands, extra help, which costs money. And at the moment, or for the last while, I don't really have cash flow in my business. It's just whatever comes in goes back out on expenses. So this is why I'm going for this investment. That's it. This investment to get Yoga more this big, giant £250,000, which is about €280,000, which is just incredible. So the journey has just begun. You've just seen task one, episode one. And yeah, it was an amazing, amazing, amazing journey. And if you haven't watched it, okay, I'm not going to spoil too much of the first one. It is on Thursday nights at 9pm. You can catch up on BBC One Player. You can actually get one of those. If you don't have BBC One in your house, you can get one of those VPNs where it kind of tells you you're in the UK, but you're not. You're in Ireland and then you're able to watch it. Because I know that's what some of my lovely friends and family in Aussie and New Zealand did for episode one. Okay, so that's the goal to win, get the investment and to go. So yeah, so let me just tell you a little bit about the application process because ever since it kind of went public that I am on The Apprentice, I've had a lot of people ask me, how did I apply? How was the interview process? And what do I have to do? And you know what? It was just so difficult. It was one of the hardest things I had to do. And I did it all in 23. And yes, it was filmed in 23. So it is hard for me to chat about it. But Anyway, okay, I'm just going to get to the point. So I just kept talking to my husband about, I need to get investment. Where do I start? What's the next step? And then all of a sudden I started seeing a few ads on my Instagram for The Apprentice. And I was like, oh, oh, here's an opportunity now. Here's a way I could do it. And I actually don't watch The Apprentice and I've watched bits and pieces of, of it over the years, but I haven't watched it in years because we don't actually have regular TV in our house. We just have Netflix and we don't watch regular shows. We just watch movies and stuff like that. So for years, I haven't watched it, but I have seen bits and pieces of it when I've been like a, a friend's house or a parent's house. And I knew the kind of idea of the show. So I was like, okay, did a little bit of research on Lord Sugar himself. And he is a pretty incredible man, a pretty interesting character. And he's got a few books. And I was just very curious. Also, Karen, Karen Brady, I just had listened to her podcast in the Diary of the CEO before I went in and applied. Also, the other person that's on that you see, Tim, who was actually one of Lord Sugar's first people to win the first series of The Apprentice and now he still works with Lord Sugar. So it's pretty amazing. Anyway, 
So if you're not an Apprentice fan, sorry, because we're going to talk a little bit about it. Not in every episode. I also have other stuff here to share with you today. It's not just about this, but I just want to get to the chase, give people the info. So anyway, I applied, didn't tell a soul that I applied, not even my husband. And you know, I am a manifestation queen. I put in my application, was just really truthful about my whole business, everything I do. And then I was lying in bed one evening and I just said to my husband, oh yeah, by the way, a couple of weeks ago, I actually applied to get Lord Sugar's investment and to be on The Apprentice BBC. And he was like, what? Well, actually I said The Apprentice and he was like, Donald Trump's apprentice because my husband is from New Zealand and I was like no <laughs> definitely not the UK one and he was like laughing his head off he was like more you don't even watch it why what and I was like yeah well and he was like feck's sake you're probably going to get it and I was like yeah I know he was like what do you mean and I was like no I think I'm going to get it and this was before I even got a call I just had this feeling and I was like you know what I can do this I can do this. I started researching people that had previously been on it, their success, that have, people that have won it, the businesses. I was like, yoga with Mora, my business is made for this. My business can do this. I can do this. I can throw myself into any task. I can give everything a go. I know I don't have a business degree, but I have real experience from starting from an idea from the scratch up and building my own business. Okay, I've got to tone it down because I talk fast. I talk really fast. And also, if I am talking too fast, you could actually slow down my voice <laughs> on Apple or on Spotify a little bit. Because I know some people have said, why are you talk too fast? But I'm passionate. I am passionate. You know that. So I said to the universe, listen, this is meant to be for me. Just let it be for me. And I just kind of had this feeling of, yeah, I'm going to get it. So got an email. I was like, yeah, you've made it to stage one. Okay, so you got to fly over to London. And it was like, please keep it confidential. Don't tell anyone that you're doing this. So just told my husband for about four months. I was secretly flying back and forward to uh, London from Dublin, going in and out of different interviews, processes, these mini tasks, and basically tests on my business. They went through my business with a fine tooth comb. They went through all of my tax returns, my files, my income, my expenditures, my ups, my downs, everything. I mean, they investigated all sorts. I had to bring in through all my books. They questioned everything from my past. They went through all my socials, every job, all my interviews, like years and years and years back. They went through everything to make sure that I was who I said I am. Then I had to go through a lot of different tests about business, like your knowledge, like just so much different kind of, not exams, but like these kind of like little scenarios they put you in, these stressful situations to see how you'd react. And it was just crazy. And I I think when I went through every step and when I kept getting a call back and I was just so proud of myself at that stage I was like you know what I'm, I'm here because around I think it could be online it says about 70,000 applicants get through and I was like yeah yeah, yeah. And I just felt because I'm the only Irish one, well, I didn't know I was the only Irish one at the time because the season before me had two Irish people. I just felt like, you know what? Everyone loves Irish people. That's probably a little bit of an advantage. And also the fact that I have a business that's a little bit more unique. It's in the yoga world, the wellness world. And I don't really know if there's ever been a yoga teacher on The Apprentice. So I just felt 
you know what, all these things are on my side and I'm passionate and I was completely myself. And you know, I said, listen, if I can't be myself, they don't like me for who I am. It's not meant to be. And I was me, Maura, who you hear now, that's who I am. And that's who I was. So it was just an absolute ride of a journey. And I didn't really get the news that I was going in to film and to start the whole 12 weeks until literally a couple of days before. So it was all hectic. And it's just been a such a hard secret to keep. But finally, it's out there. And I have to say, you know what? no regrets. I'm not someone that ever usually has regrets, but I just feel like this path is for a reason, a reason to take yoga with more all the way around the world. And yeah, I'm feeling really excited. I think I said in one of my interviews, I want to be the Joe Wicks of yoga. <laughs> no, I want to be the more rat of yoga. That's who I am. And that's what I want to be. So that's a little snippet. Okay. I don't want to spoil too much on you if you haven't caught up. Hello everyone, I've got a little ad break. This podcast is sponsored by Yoga With Mora, myself, and you can get 25% off my online studio with the code podcast. So you can get 25% off my online studio with the code podcast. So this Wednesday, we have an amazing flexible February theme kicking off. Yes, flexible February is kicking off Wednesday, the 7th of Feb, and it is going to be a whole theme for 30 days, helping you get longer in your hamstrings, getting flexible all over, and maybe, maybe getting the split. So my online studio, has a new theme every single month and February into early March is all about flexibility. So make sure you sign up, use that code and love and light and let's get back to the episode. I just want to tell you guys, I only kind of caught up a little bit on season 17 before because I was like, okay, I'll watch like two or three episodes. But I remember on the first episode of season 17, they were flown to Antigua. Is that the country? Yeah, it was somewhere in the Caribbean, somewhere beautiful. So I was packing the bikini, packing the tropicals. I was like, we're going to be traveling the world. Little did I know we were going to the Scottish Highlands. Oh my gosh. I tell you, I was so disappointed. Not that there was anything wrong with Scotland, but I did think I was going off to the Caribbean. So yeah. So I'll let you guys catch up on episode one, but definitely definitely my retreat hosting skills came into it. Yeah, so that's the crack with that. Okay, I think my I've, I've got one of those kind of high-pitched voices at the moment. Okay, I'm going to take it right down, Maura. Calm yourself, calm yourself. Okay, there's one big thing that I'm leaving out and I just need to, to share this. So I am a wild woman. I am someone that does yoga every single day since about 2011, 2012. And since I started practicing yoga, really, okay, a couple times a week, but now it's like in the last whatever amount of years, it's my ritual. If it's 10 minutes, if it's five minutes, if it's a meditation, there's something every single day and it's in the morning, okay, before my day starts. This was taken from me. This was taken from me in The Apprentice. I was not allowed to do this. This was horrific. So yes, it's true. They wake us up at 4am, sometimes even before that. We have no clocks. We have no sense of time. They wouldn't wake me up earlier because that was an advantage. So I didn't get to do my yoga. Now I got to do it on the odd evening, but it's just not the same. So if you see me acting a little different, 
Okay, guys, a little crazy. <laughs> That's the reason why. Okay, because you know my yoga calms me, brings me down, helps me feel myself. So that's that. Okay, but I did say this season is going to be a little bit different, a little bit in the present moment. So I just wanted to stay in time with you all. But yeah, I just wanted to chat a little bit about I was away at Christmas. I went to last time I spoke to you, I went to Vietnam, my family. We had a lovely time. We had a wild time. We started in Hanoi. I had a couple days there, which was such an experience. If you haven't been to Hanoi, oh my gosh, the street food, the hundreds of people on on little mopeds going around the place, the beeping to cross the road was a mad experience. My brother Liam would be like, okay, you have to walk really slowly. And I didn't really understand until I realized, okay, if you actually walk fast, you'll be hit because there's no pedestrian crossing. But if you walk slowly, they weave around you. So that was one journey. And I don't know if I got more joy out of the trip myself or watching my mom and dad experience a country in Southeast Asia like Vietnam for the first time. They've only ever really been to kind of westernized countries and I just loved how intrigued they were, how in awe they were and how much they got stuck into to everything. That being said, you know I love my family. I'm a family girl but you might notice yourself at Christmas when you went home to your family or you spent a lot of time with your loved ones you realized you need to get away <laughs> from them. <laughs> you go back into these little roles at home with your family. I am definitely the bossy sister. I try and control everything. Okay, I don't try and control everything. I'm more like the second mommy. Okay, so my mom would get me to do a lot of tasks, you know, look after those five brothers of yours now, put the dinner on, do this, do that. And yeah, I do it. So when I was on this trip, here I was and like a tour guide, planning everything, booking everything until my husband, he actually joined us on the last five days of the trip because he was away in New Zealand. Then he joined us. I think for the first two and a half, first two weeks, I didn't relax till he got there because he was the last person to join the trip. And then when he joined that, I finally relaxed. I know I did relax a lot, but I was tired. I needed a holiday after the holiday. It's a lot different going on a holiday with your family at Christmas. It was just manic. It was amazing. We had such a laugh. We had such a wild time. But yeah, and when you have little brothers, two younger brothers, I mean, they're in their 20s. They're not that little. They're a lot bigger than I am. And um, when they want you to have a few drinks with them when you're not used to drinking, of course, I have to be a cool big sister and have a few drinks with them. So I said to myself, I am never drinking again once the clock hits 5am on New Year's Day because <laughs> we were out for New Year's and I said I'm not going to touch an alcoholic beverage for 2024. I'm not going to do it. No way. I'm not drinking at all. I just feel like this is my year that I want to keep my vibration high. I want to feel clear for everything that's to come in The Apprentice and I want to feel so good because when I drink I enjoy drink and I can definitely handle my drink but the next day I feel like Debbie Downer. I feel negative. I feel tired. I don't feel good in my yoga practice. I sweat differently. I move differently. And my vibration is low, so I don't manifest the good things in life. So that is why I've said I'm not drinking in 2024. But a little disclaimer, I have broken. <laughs> my best friend. I have lots of best friends. One of my really good best friends that I met while I was traveling, Laura. 
I went to her wedding, yes, in New Zealand for five days. People think that I'm absolutely crazy. So it was four days in total, four nights away in total. Uh, I traveled for 24 hours over to her. Then I had 48 hours at her wedding, maid of honor. And then I traveled for 24 hours back. And it was absolute bananas. But obviously, The Apprentice is coming out. I needed to be available in Ireland. I couldn't take time off work. I'm so busy with work at the moment, plus everything extra with The Apprentice going on. So that's why I did that. So do I regret it? No. It was one of the best things I've ever done for my best friend. And I'm so glad that I got to experience time with her. I was humming and hawing for a while. Oh, am I going to be able to do it? Maybe I should stay for a few weeks. Da, 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 da. And I was like, no, right now I need to be home in Ireland. I need to be around to Ireland or close to the UK for all the opportunities and everything that's coming with The Apprentice. So I decided to go. So maybe this is your sign if you have a best friend in the world and she's getting married somewhere and you want to be there and you're not sure and everything's happening. Just go for two days. <laughs> okay, now I know that sounds so privileged and I have thought about all the emissions that I'm doing to the planet, but you know what? I work hard, very hard. So every euro an hour spent was so worth the time that I spent with my beautiful friend marrying the love of her life. And we just had the perfect day and she was stunning. And I just love being able to support her and her new husband and be there. And also I lived in Auckland for years. I lived in New Zealand for six years and I got to go back to my old hometown. I got to hang out where I used to hang out. I got to swim in the sea and it was so quick. But it was amazing. And it gave me a little little kickstart before episode one aired. So yeah, that's it, right? That's a little update right now where Mora is. So lots to come in season two. This is just a little intro episode to season two. I have so much amazing people amazing storytellers that I've booked in and are ready to chat. Yeah. So I've been asking you to send in your story time, send in your dilemmas, send in little things to me so I can discuss it. I can chat it over with my guests. So I have put it out there already and I have received lots already, but I want to keep this first episode, intro episode short and sweet. And um, the first, not the first thing, but one thing that has come into me a couple of times is people asking when they're at a crossroads, should they follow their head or their heart? Okay. And I do feel like every scenario is so different. So this is, it is a difficult one to answer. And I think you're probably going to know what I'm going to say about following your heart. And I just feel like if you move with your heart, if you work with your heart, if you wear your heart on your sleeve, if you're honest with your heart, all will be well. So the best way that I feel that you can understand if something is coming from your heart, a decision that you really feel like is your truth, whether it's a job and um, that you want to go for an interview, maybe it's a career change, maybe it's a friendship that's been holding you back and it's a person in your life that you're just feeling like, I have to be friends with you in my head because we have known each other since we're five years old, but nothing about that relationship helps you. Your heart is telling you, let it go. You're not happy with that person. Be free. But your head is telling you, my mom and dad are friends with their parents, da, 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 and it's difficult. So that's just one little scenario. 
Maybe it's something to do with your finances, okay? Everyone around you is telling me you need to buy a house, you need to do this, and your head is full with all this information, okay? You need to get a mortgage, you need to save, you need to do X, Y, Z. But in your heart, you're like, I just want to be free. I just want to go to a beach for a couple of weeks. I just want to blow my money and enjoy this time I'm having in my 30s, in my 40s, and that's what's happening. Okay. So this is, it's difficult. This is really difficult. And it could be something that's so different than this, like a relationship. I think a lot of relationships from a lover, from a friend, from a work colleague, from a job, all these different things in our life, we could be just working from our head. And sometimes we have to work from our head. Like you have to pay your electricity bill. (laughs) That doesn't come from your heart. You have to, you know, pay your toll, pay your taxes, all these kind of things you've got to do. That comes from your head. But what I'm talking about, your zest for life, the things that lift you up, the things that bring you light the decisions. And if you're at a crossroads and you're just not sure and you're a little bit confused and it's just difficult, just spend time closing your eyes, relaxing your shoulders and maybe placing your hand on your heart and asking yourself the question that you're confused about. Asking yourself, what is the right thing to do? Because what's always going to win is the truth. The truth is always going to win. What's always going to work for you if you're being honest with yourself, if you're breathing from your heart, if you're moving from your heart, if you're living life from your heart, your true heart, your happiness, what you feel is really right inside that chest, inside that gut, you know is right for you. If you are living that life, okay, you are living your true authentic self, okay? You're being you and this is how you're going to be able to manifest all the good things in your life. If it's your truth, if you really believe in it. So a big thing in manifesting is having your belief system. So this is what it all comes down to really. And I feel like when you move from your heart, move from your gut, more so than from your head. So get into your body, move, jump, swim, shake, do some yoga, dance, get into your body more, get out of your head. Then you're going to be able to answer the questions. You're going to be able to get through things in life and it's all going to work out better for you. So someone, a few people actually did ask a few different scenarios that I felt like that's what it was coming down to. And that's how to find the answer. So another great tool, which we're going to close on is meditation. So let's take a little moment to sit. Close down your eyes. Take a big breath in. And a big breath out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Relaxing down through those shoulders. And then softly placing one hand on the heart and taking a moment to notice your heart beating. And maybe you ask yourself a question. 
Maybe the question is, am I at peace? Is there something I'm doing that I'm not doing from my heart? Take a moment here, feeling that heartbeat. Shoulders relaxed. And just thinking about your truth. Or maybe thinking about what brings you joy. Placing the other hand on the belly. Eyes remaining closed and just sitting and breathing in. And breathing out. Breathing in. And breathing out, breathing in and out. Allowing yourself to sit with yourself here. You are calm. You are relaxed. You are ready to move with an open heart. To live from your heart. To open your heart. Tune in more with what your heart wants and needs. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in and out, opening your hands on your lap, sitting a little taller and just taking a few moments to come back. Wriggling the fingers, the toes. Maybe letting the head rock left and right. A little shake. And then your hands together and into the heart again. Rub those hands, collect up that beautiful light energy. Let's see, can we move from our heart this week? And then hands over the eyes, breathe in and breathe out. Namaste to you all. 
Namaste, love and light. I'll be back in your ears next Monday, everyone. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast, follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It helps so much. Send in any inquiries, any of your stories, any of your dilemmas to podcast at yogawithmora.ie. Namaste. Namaste.